wonder if we can turn that right back to Jesus right now. respectful of the other's time, um, and so I want to get right into the word of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to John chapter 9, and we will be reading from verse 1. Pastor, I want to give you honor today. Thank you for the opportunity to stand behind this pulpit. I truly don't take it lightly. you've made it there, say Jesus. Amen. Beginning at verse 1. And Jesus passed by, and as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth, and his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which by interpretation is sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him, that he was blind, said, Is not this he that sat and begged? And then I want us to jump to verse 35 of the same chapter. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I am come into this world, that they which see not might see, and that they which, might be, uh, they which see might be made blind. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words and said unto him, Are we blind also? Jesus said unto them, If ye were blind, ye should have no sin. But now ye say, We see, therefore your sin remaineth. Before we get started, I wonder if we can just say a word of prayer. Jesus, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your faithfulness, God. I thank you for the, the presence that we feel in this place of your spirit, God. I pray that you would continue to have your way. Anoint me, Jesus. Anoint my lips. Help me to deliver your word, God, just as you gave it to me. Nothing more, nothing less. God, I won't fail to give you the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I guess if I was to uh, 
title this, I would title it, Nothing Like I Thought, But Everything I Needed. It started like any other day, <laughs> for a blind man at least. I was born this way. Or so that's what my parents told me. Every morning it was the same. Awoken early to the sounds of wooden carts pushed by peddlers coming into the marketplace and the rough conversations of the laborers heading out of town into the fields. Today was the same. Hours passed by and Jerusalem has fully come to life. I reach for my cup. By the sound, by the weight, two mites, and a rock. Kids. Flashes of wind. I was a child myself, overtake my mind in those moments that I desired to run through the streets playing tag with the other children but couldn't because the obvious. At night, my parents would paint glorious pictures in detail of the day that the Messiah would come, that he could heal the blind and give me eyes to see. I would stay up late after the candles were blown out, my ima imagination running wild, dreaming. Every night it was the same. The heavens would open up. A voice like thunder would call my name. My body feeling the vibrations of the sound as I'm lifted off my feet. Angelic beings circling, emanating heavenly melodies. And then light. Light, so bright, blinding in itself, would start to fracture the darkness. And then, all at once, these moments, these memories are violently interrupted by the spray of dirt and debris peppering my face from a foot and sandal. Immediately following this something I had heard many times before in the same disgusted, inconvenienced tone, Sinner. The words still ringing in my ears as the accuser's footsteps faded. Still choking on the dust, I pound the ground, my fist stinging as I feel warm wetness trickle down my hand. My eyes burning as tears start to well. Multiple footsteps approach and stop in front of me. And I quickly sit up, embrace myself for more. But nothing comes. A man breaks the silence. Master, who did sin? This man or his parents that he was born blind? Another voice different from the first. Different in every way. Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. And in this moment, I see 
I, I imagine it, the same spirit that formed the very first man in the beginning from the dust of the ground in the garden knelt down in the body of the man Jesus and spat in the dirt and mixed it. And there he forms new eyes. Almost as if to say, today I will complete the formation process For before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee. And we know that he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. But you see, the miracle was not complete. Flawed man made of dust had to go down in water. So he goes to the waters, sent. It didn't matter what the process looked like to this man. Although blind, I believe things for this man were never clearer. In 2020, I, vision, I, I believe he saw two things, his need and the solution. This was his divine moment. Some might say his chirological moment in which heaven intersects with earth. And I believe that Jesus could have told this man to do cartwheels all the way to the pool of Siloam and he would have done it. Here he is stumbling through familiar walkways, bumping into people, going about their business, knocking food off carts as he hurriedly feels his way throughout town. People probably looked at him funny. This man brushing past them with mud on his face, tripping. Perhaps he came to the pool of Siloam as a child and dipped his toes in the water. But I imagine this time he didn't carefully step into that water. I'm sure he pushed past others that were there, staggering as he waded waist deep into the middle of that pool and fell to his knees as water overtook him, washing away a previous life of darkness. You see... Some of us miss out on the promise because of the process. Some of us miss the incredible because of the inconvenience. Because it doesn't look like we thought it would. It doesn't look like we imagined it to be. It doesn't look comfortable. And I believe Jesus could have healed the man right where he met him. 
no problem. But you see, Jesus had bigger plans. The works to be made manifest in this man, I believe, were twofold. It just wasn't about a miracle. It was about a message. We celebrate the miracle, but unfortunately, many of us forget to celebrate the message. And if my life is just a miracle, but it is not a message, then the works of God are not fully made manifest in me. And to every guest in this building that maybe this is your first time here and you are thinking, what in the world did I come to? I thought that I was coming to a church service. (laughs) This is not what I thought, you know. Instead of church, it seems that I've shown up to a track meet and people are running (laughs) the aisles and people are jumping But if I might say that these that run are some of which the works of God have been made manifest in. And if you knew them before, and you could see them before, you too might say, were not these the ones that sat and begged? Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. For such were some of us. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your faithfulness, God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We see Jesus has another encounter with this man. Having never seen Jesus, there's only one way that this man could have known that this was his miracle worker, and that that voice, that voice, this this is the man. You see, truth has a specific sound. And there are a lot of churches that look Good. Real good. The lighting is good. The program is good, but it doesn't sound like Jesus. Titus says that his word is manifested through preaching. And can I tell you that the church that you find yourself in today is not afraid and not ashamed to preach the message of Acts 2.38 
Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. John 3, 5, Except a man be born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Mark 16, 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Some of you have already checked out, and you have drawn your conclusions that you have come to a church that is built upon works. Because you know the scriptures. You know the scriptures. Romans tells us we are justified by faith. That by grace through faith, we are saved. You've confessed with your mouth and you have believed in your heart and you are saved. And I, I applaud you for that. But can I tell you that you are just beginning? I have to ask you, do we really know what faith is? Real faith. James says, what doth it profit? My brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show you my faith by my works. And if you were to continue reading that, you would see, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest this, seest thou this, faith wrought with his works, working together, that's what wrought means. It's where we get wrought iron. There's a, a fusion there, an intertwining. And by works is faith perfect, made perfect, also known as complete or whole. See, I can believe all I want that seatbelts save people. I have faith that seatbelts save people. But if I never reach for the seatbelt, pull it across my waist and buckle it, then I can never reap the benefits of it when the drunk driver swerves into my lane. You see, the seemingly inconvenient process for the blind man was real faith, wrought with works. And if you're in this place and you haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus or received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you can have it today. You can come wash in the waters of the sent one. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. 
And when you come out, you will hear the sound of truth, the sound of Jesus. John 3, 8 says, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. It will be a heavenly language. And we can all stand because I'm, I'm finished. When we get past our preconceived idea of what Jesus looks like, when we become blind and like the blind man, can the works of God be made manifest in us, both the miracle and the message? It might be nothing like you thought, but it is everything you need. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed.